Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Housing Wire Daily examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the Housing Wire newsroom. Each afternoon, the HW Digital team provides our listeners with a deeper look into the stories that are helping move markets forward. Hosted and produced by Alcina Lloyd and Victoria Witham. And now, here's our host. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk. I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is Housing Wire Daily. In today's episode, digital producer Alcina Lloyd joins Housing Wire editor in chief Sarah Wheeler to discuss the hottest topics coming across Housing Wire's news desk. During the episode, Lloyd and Wheeler review the recent announcement of President Donald Trump's signing of the second COVID-19 stimulus bill and examine how it could impact homeowners. The pair also highlight what some economists say to expect for the housing market in 2021 and discuss the housing inventory shortage and whether it will impact potential home buyers. But before we listen, here's a brief word on Housing Wire's newest podcast. They say money talks, so why can't we? HousingWire is thrilled to introduce its newest podcast, Girl Funds, a show where we give you our two cents on money. We love to talk with our girlfriends about everything, except our finances. We're here to bring money back into the conversation, hosted by me, Brendan Ath, along with our editor-in-chief, Sarah Wheeler. Be sure to join us every week starting this Wednesday for our girls' night focused on everything from how to pursue your dream of owning a home to affording your best friend's wedding. Each week, we'll have a special guest join us as we intertwine finance and friendship. All right. Uh, good morning, everyone. Um, I'm Alcina. We're here again for Housing Wire's Monday Morning Cup of Coffee, which is a segment of Housing Wire's daily podcast that examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the Housing Wire newsroom. Like I said, I'm Alcina, and I'm Housing Wire's digital producer. Today, I'll be filling in for Housing Wire's HW Plus Managing Editor, Brennan Ath. I'm joined here today with Housing Wire's Editor-in-Chief, Sarah Wheeler. So thanks for joining us today, Sarah. Sure, Alcina. I love this. Of course. Um, listeners, first of all, I want to say thank you for joining us on Facebook Live. Today, we'll be discussing some of the hottest topics that came across our news desk this and last week. Sarah, let's just dump it, uh, dive in, sorry. Um, what stories really caught your eyes last week? Yeah, so, you know, the, the stimulus bill was really the talk of all last week. And then, of course, this weekend, um, with Trump finally signing the $900 billion stimulus bill, um, that's, that's really what we were focusing on and then kind of like, what is the what are the implications of that for our industry specifically? So we know that that has um, a, quite a bit of, of impact for renters, but but also um, homeowners. I mean, what we've seen too with the, with the last stimulus bill, what a lot of people did who um, maybe uh, were in a good financial position is they saved it. 
So um, that's just really interesting is that's one of the things we're hearing um, as people are looking forward to 2021, like, you know, listen, people have money saved up. They didn't travel. They weren't able to do a lot of things they normally do. And then with these stimulus checks, they, they might be saving it. So we're looking at the stimulus bill, um, you know, that so the, the $600 um, a month, I mean, $600 one time for stimulus checks and then, and then the uh, unemployment benefits are going through. But the House is also voting today on increasing those checks to $2,000. But it's really unclear if the Republican-led, you know, um, Senate is going to even vote on that, and if they did, if it would pass. So that's something that, um, you know, we have two separate things. We have what's actually signed, which is the six hundred dollars, and then we have um, a push to get it up to two thousand dollars. But it's really unclear if that's going to happen, and then. It's also a little unclear if that's going to impact at all, you know, when people get these checks. So Mnuchin said, Secretary, uh, Treasury Secretary Mnuchin said last week before before this uh, this round that, you know, uh, people could get those checks within a few days. So, you know, of course, that depends on if you're already signed up with the IRS, if they have your information, all that. But it's we're definitely that's the biggest story that that happened over the weekend. That is a big story. I know that was something that we were also talking about this morning on our news uh, huddle, which brings me to my next question. Can you share with our listeners some of the topics we're keeping an eye on this week? Yeah, for sure. So uh, forbearance is still, you know, um, something that's really happening. We had some forbearance uh, extensions. So December 31st is really uh, the drop dead date for a lot of things. And now we've seen um, different, the FHFA has extended their forbearance deadline. Uh, we've seen others. We have not seen the FHA come out and say that you could get uh, forbearance after that. Um, so we're expecting that this week, but we're going to be keeping a close eye on that. We're also, we've got the MBA releasing their forbearance numbers today. We're going to be looking at delinquencies, um, especially serious delinquencies. Those numbers have been trending down. Um, so, but but there are some some questions there. So we're always going to be looking at forbearance delinquencies and what that looks like this week. So that's definitely on our radar. We're also looking at some um, regulatory things. Uh, we did talk to the California, um, basically the CFPB version in California, and they've got some big things planned for 2021. So uh, look for a story on that this week as well. We are looking forward to that. And as we kind of get towards our last question today, this is probably the biggest question of the morning. As 2020 comes to a close this week, what do you think are some focus points the industry is keeping an eye on as we head into 2021? You know, I think everyone is ready to put 2020 in the rearview mirror, right? All of us as people and people in our industry. And so we're really looking ahead to what is 2021 gonna, gonna hold. And so we've been running a series of economic forecasts and our latest is from Mark Fleming, who's the chief economist from First American Financial. And it's really interesting. You know, he recaps 2020 by saying the housing market has surpassed all expectations. And we know that we had an incredible origination year. So the question is, what part of that is going to continue in 2021? And it looks really good. You know, last week we had our, uh, again, uh, a record low rate on the average 30 year fixed uh, mortgage. So with those kind of low rates continuing and everyone thinks that's going to happen and the Fed has said it's going to happen throughout 2021, we can expect some some amazing volume. Um, he had some really interesting things to say in that um, in in his article on that. And actually, we're going to have a um, Q and A with him tomorrow on Slack for HW Plus members, where you can ask him questions directly, and he'll he'll go over um, what he said in that article. But we're going to dive deeper, and then we're going to ask him questions, and then our readers can ask him questions. So everyone should join us for that. If they're not signed up for housingwire.com, uh, HW Plus, they can go to housingwire.com, HW 
HW Plus and sign up uh, part of that membership, you get access to people like Mark Fleming. Um, and, and really you can ask them questions. That's a lively discussion on those uh, Slack Q and A's. Really looking forward to that. And I just feel like that, that whole series of economists we've had, uh, we had uh, Zillow last week, we had, um, we've had Redfin, we've had, uh, of course, Doug Duncan, we've had just a series of economists giving us what is it, and our audience is eating it up because they really, you know, this is the planning time and this is where we're really looking forward to 2021. So excited about that. As we head into 2021 as well, I know there are a few topics that the production team has been covering with mortgage rates and home building. Is that something else you think the industry is going to be keeping an eye on? Um, I could say yes, but. Yeah, absolutely. So I think home building and especially just the inventory in general. So what we're hoping, what we've heard from multiple sources is that there were people who, you know, did not put their house on the market uh, because they didn't want people coming through or just with the, with the pandemic uncertainty. There's a lot of reasons there. As you see the vaccine roll out, as people get more confident there, hoping that frees up some inventory. We've heard that from numerous sources. And then we really see the home builders, um, you know, coming out and saying, yes, that, that they are, uh, the current situation uh, spurs them to, to build more homes. So on both fronts, it's, it's a uh, positive or I would say we're optimistic, but we still have such a shortage when it comes to housing because we do have that demographic of uh, millennials coming coming in and 2021, 2020 was really the start of that. If you listen to our lead analyst, Logan Motoshami, it really feels like 2020 is just the start of those just a huge wave coming in who want to buy homes. And Mark Fleming said that this week too, that he, he estimates there will be 15 million millennials buying homes over the next 10 years. That's just a huge amount. How, how are we as an industry, how do we you know, make sure that the inventory is there for, for those people to buy homes and then to move up to homes? So that is gonna be one of the stories that we will follow throughout 2021 because it is, it is holding back housing at this point. Um, you know, obviously we're seeing tons of, um, uh, where people have bidding wars and stuff like that on the houses that are available. So definitely something we're keeping an eye on. I agree with that. Me, myself, I'm a millennial and I have so many friends right now that are buying homes or looking at homes. So I do agree. 2021 does sound like it'll be the year. Millennials definitely try to get out there and buy more homes. All right. Well, listeners, thank you for tuning into another live recording of Monday Morning Cup of Coffee. I hope you guys have a great week, a great week and a great New Year's and we'll see you back here next Monday. Until then, make sure to check out Housing Wire Daily, your one-stop shop for all your housing news needs. Thanks, Asana. Thank you, Sarah. trying to get as much information and data as possible as you head into 2021? Well, our premium content membership program, HW Plus, is here to provide you with just that. To close out the year, HW Plus is hosting a 2021 Economist series. Not only will you get access to all of their forecasts for 2021, but you will also get access to our HW Plus Slack channel where we'll be hosting weekly Q&As with these economists, giving you the opportunity to ask your questions directly to them. Sign up for HW Plus today at www.housingwire.com backslash membership. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.